what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fantasy Formula Episode 6, Volume 7 of your favorite podcast of the week. Hank, we're looking at a probably about 7,000 downloads in the last Whoa. in the last little bit, give or take a few thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm anxious to talk to you today, Hank. This NFL season kicks into gear this week, Thursday night. That means fantasy football kicks into gear for all of our teams. We, I didn't have a draft this weekend. Did you have one? I did not. But I did stumble upon something else that was really interesting when it's uh, related to fantasy football. My brother-in-law, we've spoken about him before on our Mm -hmm. show, and he's a big-time daily – they call it DFS, daily uh, fantasy. We unlocked this little piece of crack known as daily fantasy football, but you do it on a season-long length of time, meaning it's called – you go to draft.com. You do a draft against other people around the world. It costs 10 bucks, 15 bucks, whatever increment, money increment you want to buy. And you get 18 selections. Each pick, every time it comes, you get 15 seconds to make a pick. Oh, it's gosh. Fast, fast, Pressure. Fast, 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 and furious. And once you select your team, it's called best ball fantasy football. There's no waiver wire. There's no substitute. You just have 18 players, and at the end of the year – the winner com- take all? The, yes, basically winner takes all. And so you, you actually – the computer picks after the weekends. It picks the highest point total, and it has, makes a starting lineup for you. So we draft like two to three quarterbacks because you need – just in case a quarterback has a real bad day or a bye week, it will go to the next one, you know. But once you draft your team, that's it. You don't touch it for the rest of the season. You just sit back. And count your money. Count your money. <laughs> so anyway, we did that su- Sunday night, and we were only going to do one. And we it's so addictive, we ended up doing like 12. Oh, so now I've got are you 12. in it together? <laughs> yes, we're see, it together. You're in it together. So we've got 12 more fantasy football teams I've got to worry about this year. But you don't have to worry about it, because once you draft, yeah. it's done. It's Jesus take the yeah, wheel. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. you got to just let it roll. Absolutely. So it was fun. A lot of fun doing daily fantasy with a different spin on it. And your weekend consisted of? I went to Atlanta. Yeah. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law bought a new house. So oh, cool. we went down there to kind of help out. Did you help negotiate whatever. that deal, being the real estate mogul you are? No, no. Okay. I, I, I like to stay in my own backyard. Understood. You know, Understood. They can do what they got to do there. But um, we, we were down there for the heavy lifting, and I didn't realize the heavy lifting was – Watching the girls, letting the girls put up pictures and stuff like that while we took the kids and made sure that they were dealt with, which was right. fun. Yeah, we, that's cool. You know, being in a big town, A, I love Hickory, North Carolina. Sure. I would not want to live anywhere else on the planet, especially because of the traffic you hit mm. in Atlanta. It's awful. But there was some cool stuff. Like we went to a place called Slingshot that has a Ninja Warrior Park in it. Whoa. Yes. Harris enjoyed that, I'm sure. Oh, he thought he was uh, Danielson. Yes. You know, he was running through that thing. And then we went to uh, D-Bat, which is a great hitting facility. And, hmm. you know, hit. 
a little little tidbit on D-Bat. So Harris is in there hitting off the machines, and you know he's getting tired after his second, third one. So he wants to step out for a minute. So Carson, my brother-in-law, and I, who you know love baseball, sure. played it growing up, we decide let's get in these things. Let's see what we can uh, we can do. You yeah. know, last time I hit, I felt like I was where I needed to be. Okay. So we get in there and we put. We're at a forty-foot cage. Okay, a regular plate to pitcher's mounds, 60 feet, 6 inches. Gotcha. All right? So we go in there, and we're like, let's just do, it goes 40, 50, 60, 70. Now, we're talking about from 40 feet, so it's going to come at you quicker. Quicker, sure. So we went in at 50, and it was about right. It was fun to hit. You know, we were having a good time. I was like, put that thing up to 70. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Oh, <coughs> it was like Randy Johnson was up there, <laughs> man. It was straight gas. And I would like to say that I would have, you know, I, I would have felt comfortable in that position 15 years ago, sure, you know, sure. um, at the end of my playing career. But it was, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> Did you make contact? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So you had but, to you know, make contact there was a couple points that I thought I broke my hand, you oh know, sawed off and right. just looked terrible. And then Carson, you know, was a pitcher in college and you don't put a bat in those guys' hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, it did was, he go to the softball one, you know, when they did that? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to get back on. That was a, that was a unassisted, a re- wow. unassisted bell ring right wow. there. Um, but yeah, he got in there and it was, it just, it showed me I was 40. Yes. You know, sure. you know, I'm not going to be able to get in there and do the same thing I did when I was 20. Yeah. But uh the funny little fact is uh we uh we went in to, you can there's another cage it's at 60 feet and you can pick what stadium you want to hit at. Oh, cool. And so it's like a hit tracker and it'll tell you where you hit the ball is it a single a double home run uh ground ball to the shortstop whatever. So Carson goes in there first and he puts it on 50 and he hey he's hitting the ball hard but he hits one out. Not out of in, the park. Not at a big park. <laughs> We're at a 10U park. <laughs> 197. Congrats, Carson. To, to dead center. <laughs> he hit one out. I was like, surely this has got to get better for me. I hit two. Good for you. But Harris hit probably five. Harris hit probably <laughs> five. Um, but, I mean, it's it's funny. I'm sore in places I haven't been sore in a long time, yeah, swinging man. that bat. Wow, that sounds awesome. So if you did the D-bat and you did the other thing, what was the other thing? Slingshot. Again? Slingshot. So all you need now, did you do any of the basketball trampoline facilities down there? Well, we did not do any of that. Okay. We, save we just, that for next time. We, we'll save that for next time. But, you know, we did uh, get to go on the Greenway. They have this this amazing bike path in downtown Atlanta. And they've got artists doing murals and they've got pianos out there where people can just go play. They've got mm-hmm. skate parks. You can eat, drink. It's a really it was and it was packed really? full of people, but it was beautiful weather. But uh, you know, Atlanta is just so congested. Um, it just you know, I, and people are so used to the big cities that you know they live in. Uh, you know, our listeners in New York and, yeah, and, and, and Hong Kong, and Nepal. And, <laughs> you know, are used to that type of living. But it feels it always feel good to me to get back to my small town. Sure. So. I went to Atlanta two years ago and had a, it's a, it's, I had a blast. I went to the aquarium, Braves game, Coca-Cola place, all the stuff you're supposed right. to do. But I won't lie to you. I don't like to drive anyway. I don't feel like I'm a good – actually, I know I'm not a good driver, and I'm terrible with directions. When I, this could be a first for a man ever to say that. And <laughs> I would got admit it. On, anybody that knows me knows I don't like to drive. I'm always catch – hey, let me catch that ride or – 
something like that. Or if it comes to directions, someone re- literally has to say, Chad, make a left. They have to walk me through these steps. Okay. If not, you know, when I was a senior in high school, I was supposed to go to Carowinds. I ended up at the campus of Wake Forest University. Hey, yes, that's how terrible with directions I am. That's awful. I ended up in Winston at Wake Forest, and I was supposed to be in Charlotte at Carowinds. That's awful. It's terrible. So that's just my sense of direction for you. But when I was driving in Atlanta, even though we had a blast, all I wanted to do was just get – I wanted to get off the road and really just turn around and come home because I don't feel comfortable in traffic. I don't don't feel comfortable behind the steering wheel of a car. Oh, God. Mental note. Stay away from Chad. Yes, just steer clear from me. But Atlanta is still a cool place. Just don't let me drive. Just don't let you drive there. I got it. Yeah. Um, How about you? Where were you? Were you in town? Let me think. All these weekends are just like a blur. But This this is where your wife left this weekend. Bingo bongo. So... It's the weekend for me kind of started on a Thursday. There was this great event at the art museum. Our friend Brian Lackey's exhibit was Hated on I display. Missed it. It was, we had football practice. Hated we missed yeah. it. And when Matt Everly was there too, his exhibit. Right. So they got to show everybody the town of Hickory, their stuff. It was awesome. Good presentation. Kit Cannon made a great speech. Just wonderful. And they had free beer, all kinds of food. So it, that's how the Thursday started. And – um Kind of continued to another play, couple places after that with the artists. We got to hang out. So it's a good Thursday. Friday comes around, chilling, getting ready for the big Saturday college football day. My right. wife goes to Charlotte to go see some girlfriends and go to Friday the ball night? game. This is, she leaves Saturday morning at 9. Okay. But we all kind of just chilled Friday night just so we can get our rest. And I knew it was going to be, be a big day of college football because I'm a Big college football fan as you are. So <clears throat> got all the necessities that you need. My girls and I went to the store early, 9 o'clock. We washed the car. We got the potato chips. We got the beverages. We were ready. And so by game time at 3, it's on, Hank. Oh. I mean, it's on. And so watched the ball games. Very disappointed about NC State's performance. And as we'll talk about, I'm sure, very soon, about my performance at the betting window. I'm salivating Waiting to talk about this. It was probably the worst first week of the season betting I've ever had in my life. And I've been betting for a long time. <laughs> and this was just a bad day, buddy. A I don't, bad I, day. I don't want to remind you of this. But, you know, it, it, when we were talking about those bets, there was two, two times you said, play of the century <laughs> and oh, pick of, of the, the year. year. Yes. And, and I believe both of those <laughs> – Came Big losers. Home. Big losers. But we'll talk about that. We will, we will have some uh, bailout plays of the decade coming up your way right here. <laughs> Millennium. Right at the end of the show. But then Sunday, I cruised to High Point. I got to see my brother-in-law and sister-in-law with their family. It was my little niece's seventh birthday. So we celebrated that. And then we came home on Monday, bro. And some folks went to the pool. Some folks went to the lake. My ass stayed right on the couch. Couch it. All day long. We Good got back from you. High Point at 1, and I couched it till 6. Solid. Solid Good for day. you. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, Hank, if there's anything else we want to say about the weekend. Oh, hey, one other yeah, thing. Go Yesterday, ahead. I did have the opportunity to go to Geithner Park with my little boy. Cool. And we, if you don't know about the trails that they're blazing, those trails that they have over there, I think there's eight miles of what? mountain bike trails that Where? are currently at Ge- Bud Geithner Park. Okay. Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently there, yes. uh, you know, along the Greenway. Yep. They have um, some friends of ours in, in local companies and are doing an initiative where they raise money to make the trails 
for kind of a, a more novice biker. Gotcha. And uh, they're open now. And Harrison, I went to them yesterday. They are awesome. Mm, yeah. So cool. if you haven't gone over there and you like riding your bike, you don't even have to be a great mountain biker to do it. I mean, you could take your bike over there. So even young kids. Young kids. Harris blew through it. And wow. so it'd be, uh, it, it'd be fun. I want to do that. Because my Do girls it. have new bikes. We're ready to go hit the trail, buddy. Hit the trail. Love it. Love it. Speaking of hitting the trail, Hank, NFL hits the trail, and we get this thing cranked up on Thursday night, Hank. Yes. Thursday night. It is here. It is upon us. Now, any plans for Thursday before the NFL season kicks off? Do you typically – I know – Thursday night is really not a big night for you to hang out. To me, Thursday night it's a big night. I'm normally, big night? you're, you're, I'm, I'm normally doing some stuff Thursday night. It's, right. My wife doesn't like it, but I do it, okay. and it's nothing crazy. I'm just either watching a ball game, playing music, listening to a band. That's typically what right. I do Thursday. So, what was your, what will your schedule be for Thursday? My Thursday is not, is nowhere near that exciting. I think we have flag football practice. It's big, and then I'll probably go home and watch a little bit of the game. Yeah. But it, it'll stay pretty quiet. Gotcha. But between now and then, we have to talk about getting prepared for that season. Certainly. Okay, for Absolutely. that season to start. And I hope you Absolutely. don't mind if I transition to please, this. Please, sir, please. Because sir. you need to make sure that these next two days, you have an opportunity to look at your roster yeah. and figure some stuff out. Myself, I did not draft a kicker. Okay, the reason mm-hmm. I did not draft a kicker is because from – the time we drafted till now, anything can happen. I drafted Alfred Blue. <laughs> Looked awful on paper. Still looks awful on paper. But not, not as bad. Not as bad. But if Lamar Miller would have gone down, sure. that wouldn't have been in preseason, yes. Yeah. Then, that wouldn't have been as bad. Right. right? Very true. But now I have to look at those receivers, look at that running back, and probably Alfred Blue is probably <laughs> gonna be the one. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And it, let me just add to this your point. You continue after this. I had this nightmare last night. Tell me if you've ever had this nightmare. That the fantasy football season started, and I did not start any of my – like, my lineups were incomplete from week one. What a nightmare. And I've had this dream. I'm glad you brought this up because I dreamt it last night. You brought this up. About the making sure you got your lineups in. But I've had this dream like three times this summer. It's weird, I guess, because all this fantasy stuff we've been doing. But literally, I'll wake up in a cold sweat like, holy sh! did I – is this a night? Is this really happening? Did I set my lineup? But so anyway, good point. Set your lineup so you don't have this nightmare come true. Yeah, because I yeah. think that that what people have done is they've they've drafted and they've gone on autopilot between the Absolutely. preseason games. So yeah. I've got to between now and Thursday, I've got to pick up a kicker. Yes, I've got to make sure that my lineup is not illegal and set some things in motion. Because if you don't and you don't start that kicker, you're giving up points right there. Yes. But I think that it's, uh, it's pretty important for the next two days for our listeners, for anybody that's playing it, turn on your computer, make sure your stuff's together, yes. change your name from change, last year's name to this year's true. name, for Very goodness true. sake. So that's going to be an important thing to do over the next two days. Great point, Hank. Great point. And I, for, I did forget to tell you this. I said I didn't have a draft this weekend, but I did. My brother-in-law – had a spot open on his online draft. It's his family kind of in High Point in, in Baltimore and asked me to fill in a spot. So I drafted online at 9 o'clock on Saturday. My connection, I was at a friend's house watching the ball game for a little bit, and I lost my internet connection after round, yeah, round nine. Dude, 
So the computer started auto-drafting. Kicker, kicker, kicker. One kicker in round like 10, and then I've got two defenses in round 11, 12. i got my backup quarterback, Sam Bradford. Anyway, oh, it's just a debacle. Mm. So that's why online drafts, if you're at home in the comfort of your own house on your couch and you know you're feeling good, but if you're at another dude's house or you're at a party trying to draft online with your phone, that is not good stuff. No, that's it's not ideal. It's terrible, terrible. So my team just looks horrendous, so that is another team I've got to worry about now. But add it to the pile. Yeah, add it to the pile of burning. <laughs> just light it on fire. These sound effects. i got to tell you, you got into that one. You should have seen your face. I'm just glad there's a cover on that microphone. Yeah, that one felt good. Um, so anyway, I'll be doing some drop ads before that season starts. Sure. Um, so let's get right into it, buddy. We're Thursday night. This kickoff time, now this is interesting, kickoff time, and it's covered on NBC. And now why is it not telling me the kickoff time? Anyway, it should go about 8, 8.30 is yep. typically when it would go. Yep. We've, got, we've got a matchup of the Kansas City Chiefs going to the champion New England Patriots. You know, on paper, this game looks pretty good. Las Vegas has it right now, Hank, as New England as an eight-point favorite, total 50. Okay? Mm -hmm. 50. Okay. 50. Before we pop into that, you answer the questions on what you think are going to happen in this game. I've just got a couple two, couple fantasy over-unders I want to throw at you related to this game. All right. All right. So, for the Patriots side, they've right. got a new wide receiver in Brandon Cooks. He's number one there. Will Brandon Cooks catch over or under 12 touchdowns for the Patriots this year? The Patriots are so hard to bet on like that because he may I, – I think he will, okay? I think – but he's going to get seven of them in one game. Watch. Yeah, you know, he'll get seven. And then Gronk will get hurt, and he won't have any of those first two weeks or whatever. And then Gronk will get hurt, and then he's going to, like, pile it in on the second half. So I'm going to say yes, he's going to get 12 um, just because I would never bet against Tom Brady and what – he can accomplish, but um, it's going to be painful to watch, and he probably won't get them until that last game. That, I like that, Hank. I like that. I'm, I'm thinking Brandon Cooks will have a humongous year, but because of all the weapons, he's going to distribute it. And so I like Brandon Cooks to go over, but it might go come at the last part of the year. And I can see him having like one four-touchdown game, yeah. and then he'll have several where he doesn't get a touchdown. Yeah. So anyway, I like that too. And, and let's do a Kansas City fantasy over-under. Guys – in my draft this weekend, you know the guy, um, Ware. Ware. Stephen Ware, is that, I think his name? Spencer, Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware. So he's out for the year, replaced by Kareem Hunt, the rookie, who I've tried to get in a lot of drafts and I've got high hopes for. Spencer Ware is still getting drafted. He got drafted in this league. I did online. I looked on Yahoo's ownership. Stephen, or Spencer Ware is still on 80% of fantasy teams. Cut Stephen Ware, Spencer Ware, maybe I'll say it correctly, and get Kareem Hunt in your lineups, please, fantasy guys. He's out for the year, Hank. Yeah, what in the world are these it's, people it's doing? It's nuts. So that's what I'm saying. They have no guidance. Yes. Listen to the fantasy gurus here. Kareem Hunt, over under, as a freshman, rookie, let's not freshman, rookie, eight touchdowns, first year, NFL football, Kareem Hunt, over no, under. I don't think he gets it. I don't think he gets eight. He's not on a as a dynamic team as, you know, if you were on, let's say, Green Bay. Okay. Or if you were on, um, oh, Lord. Well, I mean, the Patriots would be one if they used one they guy. They used running back. Um, but I don't feel like Kansas City is going to be able to get them that number. Better fantasy year, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon. Mm, 
Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon for yep. you. Okay. More. I, I think Kareem Hunt has higher ceiling. Melvin Gordon, higher floor. Okay. Oh, sorry. Accident. So, <laughs> Las Vegas. I've given you the lines, Hank. Yes. Does New England get it done? Minus the eight, total 50. What do you have, what do you have for they us? They do. They do, and they're going to come out and prove a point that they need to win a championship every year for the next 10 years. <laughs> All right? And so yeah. I think that they win by 14. Do you really? Yep. I like them to cover. I think it'll be close. Maybe a 10-point game. I do think it'll go over the total 50. I think New England might score 40 by themselves. An offensive shootout. What do you think? I don't disagree with that. I think if they win by 14, they're going to have to score like that. So I agree with you. We both agree. New England and over the total. Next up, New York Jets at Buffalo Bills. These Buffalo Bills, they stink. These Jets might be worse. Vegas has them. Buffalo six and a half. Totals 42. Maybe one fantasy question I'll ask you about this. LaShawn McCoy, his best year ever, Hank. He rushed for 1,607 rushing yards. Can he beat his career rushing total and go over 1,607 this year? No, but I think that he's going to get a lot of yards this year. I think with his quarterback situation and, you know, there's, there's not as many moving parts, although they lost Watkins. Yes. Right? So, uh, but I do feel like he's going to be a, a good, solid back this year. But 16, or 1,600 yards is a lot of That's yards. That's a whole lot of That's yards. That's a lot of yards. I yeah. don't think he's going to get back to that. Yeah, I go under that too. And Tyrod Taylor, I don't know if you guys have heard the news. Tyrod Taylor, questionable for week one. You know, he's uh, got some, some type of – Injury. I don't know if it's a concussion or not, but he's questionable for week one. So that hurts Buffalo Bills' offensive chances even more. They are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The total's 42. Hank, what you like? Jets are awful. Uh, Vegas has them 1,000-1 to one to, to win it all. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, they're, and I think those are the odds. I think I read that that's the worst odds anybody in NFL history has ever had. Oh so they're trying God. to say that they're the worst team in NFL history. Right. Okay. So – with that knowledge, yes, we are going to go <laughs> with the Buffalo Bills and the under. And the under. And the under. Could that be lock of the week, it, the under in that game, I lock think of the it week? it should be as long as you don't say it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm with you too. I, actually, I, I can't touch Buffalo with a 10-foot pole, but you'll have to against the Jets. So we'll lean Buffalo minus the 6.5 and, and under the 42 all day long. One other fantasy just – tidbit of info hang another uh, over under for you Jermaine Curse was traded from the Seattle Seahawks to these lowly New York Jets he is not you remember Jermaine Curse at Seattle oh, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was traded for a defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson I think last week Jermaine Curse comes over to New York and now is the number one wide receiver at the New York Jets will he catch as the number one receiver that's where they've got him listed will he catch over under 50 balls this year Golly, can they get – who's throwing it <laughs> I, to him? So, it's not uh, Fitzpatrick, is no, it? No, Fitzpatrick's with Tampa Bay right oh, now. It's right. like um, Luke McCown or somebody like See, that. See, listen, no. Yes, yes. No, no. no. Don't bet on them. Yes. I, I don't even care to know about yes. the Jets, and our Jet fans are going to hate that. But Yes, J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> suck, suck, suck. <laughs> Oh <laughs> Next up, Atlanta at Chicago, buddy. Chicago Bears, we've talked about them. We've got Glennon as the starting quarterback. They've got Jordan Howard in the backfield. I'm a little worried about this offense. Their defense really stinks, too. They're going up against the defending Super Bowl runner-up in the Atlanta Falcons. Devontae Freeman is going to start. He was battling concussion earlier, Hank. Chicago. He better start. Yeah, I got him in two leagues, so he best start. You got him, too, don't you? Yes. We've got Chicago plus the seven. 
at home, total 49 and a half. I'm going to take Atlanta on this one. I think that they are still have a bad taste in their mouth from last year. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to cover. Who in our fantasy-wise here, Jordan Howard, you know, on everybody's radar, drafted first round or early second round, Jordan Howard versus Devontae Freeman. Who scores the more fantasy points in this matchup? Devontae, Howard. If they stay in, you know, barring anybody gets hurt, but I think Devontae actually will be able to score more just because he's got more weapons on that team. You can't focus in on him um, as much as you can probably. Uh, Chicago's back. And one more thing I'll throw out here just for you fantasy lovers. Let's dig, dig deep, deep down. Kendall Wright, formerly of the Tennessee Titans, is now a Chicago Bear and penciled in as the number one receiver at Chicago. You heard it here first. Because Meredith. Because Meredith is out for the season. Out. Yes. He hurt. Oh, it was gruesome, too. Any time I see a knee thing on television, I, I'm telling you, I cannot look at it on TV anymore. Mm. I will just – I turn away because I know what that dude is feeling. Ugh. Make my stomach hurt. You know what that guy's feeling? That 6'5", 250-pound <laughs> <laughs> athlete that's the, getting tackled? Well, see, he did his probably – Similar to how I did, my, he was. You were dancing. No, I was not dancing. I was playing hoops. The dancing <laughs> led to the deterioration of the ACL, <laughs> but the ACL tore on the basketball court, just doing this all by myself, wide open layup. Did I ever, ever tell you this story? I, I always thought it was the dancing no, with the stars episode. That's, everybody likes to say that, and then somebody will say it was a ping pong injury. I heard that one too the <laughs> other day. I was like, no, I was playing basketball, guys. Come on. <laughs> Give me some credit. You're the Swiss Army knife of <laughs> athletics right there. You're exactly right. Well, anyway, I'm just going up just for a fast break. I'm snowbirding a little bit, so I'm beating everybody of down course. the court. And I think jo- Hootie. Hootie threw me a great pass. I catch it. Standard layup. Go up, and my knee just goes out. Well, Cameron Meredith, I saw his thing. I watched the video. He just makes a cut. Nobody's touching him, right. and then it goes out. So Cameron Meredith. I feel your pain, bud. You athlete go. to athlete. Athlete to athlete. Athlete to athlete. I feel your pain. <laughs> game recognized game, baby. <laughs> Ball don't lie. <laughs> All right, next up. We'll, we'll speed this thing up, Hank. Jacksonville, Houston. Houston at home. Four and a half point favorite. Total 42. Right now, Leonard Fournette for Jacksonville, who everyone drafted in the second or third round. He's got a toe injury. He's probable, but he's not going to be 100%. Houston's defense. Top defenses in fantasy right. right now. They hold it down and get it done. Four and a half, forty-two. I think they hold it down and get it done. I think there's just too much going on in Jacksonville for them to pull it together. Blake Bortles over under. Does he make it through ten games before getting yanked? No. You, you think he's going to be out yes. of there? Yes. Yes. So. And so it, because the expectations for him were so high each year, and I think now they're just like this cat sucks. Yeah. And so they're going to go another direction. If he does lose his job, will he ever play in the NFL again? I think Kaepernick has a better chance. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. He's, he'll be a, he's got enough games under his belt yeah. that he will be picked up as a backup. Backup. Yeah, he'll be yeah. picked up as a backup, but he won't. I, you yeah. gotta be you got to be Jay Cutler desperate to get him behind yeah. center. But, you know, they are giving him his last chance. Can he rally? And, you know, who knows? And step up, I doubt it seriously, but they are giving him one last chance chance next up one o'clock sunday philadelphia at the washington redskins washington redskins a two and a half point favorite at home total 48 kirk cousins in the preseason their offense looked pretty terrible and the pre but it's preseason you know granted preseason they do have terrell Pryor to throw to jameson crowder they got rob kelly in the backfield do they get their offense going against a philadelphia defense that's better this year hank washington minus two and a half 
total 48. I'm taking Philadelphia in this game. Tell me about it. Well, I think Wentz, with one more year under his belt, is going to be a better quarterback. And, I mean, I wouldn't start him if he were on my team. But I think that he's going to put together a solid game because they're not going to – Washington's not going to wow – any him on their defense is not going to wow him. So True. I think they come back with a win. I kind of like that pick too, Hank. I'm probably going to lean with you. Uh, let's do an over-under real quick. Alshon Jeffrey is a new Philadelphia Eagle. In this first game as an Eagle, he's going up against Josh Norman, who Washington's big defensive back, used to be a Carolina Panther, a, probably one of the top five cornerbacks in right. the league. Will Alshon Jeffrey manage to get a 100 yards receiving against Josh Norman no, this weekend? No, I think Norman shuts him down. I think so too. So if you have Alshon Jeffrey – on your team like I do. Actually, I have him in two leagues. I'm going to have to start him just because I'm going to have to start him, but I don't have very – I don't have high hopes for him this week. Next up, Arizona at Detroit. This is a 1 o'clock game. Detroit is the home favorite at two-and-a-half-point favorite against these Cardinals. Totals 49-and-a-half. Hank, running in the backfield for Detroit is Abdur, Abdur, Abdullah, Amir Abdullah. How about that one? <laughs> Did you see my little face like Abdul? Like a, a cat with peanut butter <laughs> on top very, of his mouth. <laughs> that's very weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's going being drafted in the fourth or fifth round. He's kind of a versatile back. He'll run the ball and catch out of the backfield. Do you think Amir Abdullah will have over – Four catches in this first game against Arizona. Over under four receptions, Amir Abdullah. I think four receptions is reasonable. I think in years past, those backs wouldn't take as much, but you had Megatron. Right. So you guys, they got to pull out a little bit, you know, a little bit more magic. Yes. And so I think he will. Yeah. And would you start Amir Abdullah as a flex against this Arizona Cardinal defense at home? Yes, I would. I would too. I and would. that's where you'll probably see him in a lot of leagues as the flex. Right. Um, so who are you liking this game? Uh, to tell you the truth, I kind of like Detroit. I, I think Stafford's got to come out and prove a point. I mean, with how much money that cat's making now, he better come out, come out playing. Um, but I like Detroit. I think, uh, Arizona's a solid team. You know, they're going to come out and perform, but I like Detroit. David Johnson, over under for the Arizona Cardinals. Now we know David Johnson was the number one pick in almost everybody's fantasy league. Over 150 total combined yards rushing and receiving over under. Week one. I think yes. I think he's going to do it. I think so, too. I think that's – you know, they got some old receivers. Fitzgerald's old. Yes. You know, I like Fitzgerald, but they're going to rely heavy on Johnson. I think so, too. Guys, a fantasy tidbit here coming coming at you live real quick. John Brown for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been banged up all preseason. Look for him to have an 80-yard touchdown bomb from Carson Palmer. You heard it here first. (laughs) Next up, Oakland, your favorite team, Hank. One o'clock kick at the Tennessee Titans. Now, it seems like the media is loving Tennessee right now. And the media has been loving Oakland, too. You know what I'm saying? Two very lovable teams at this moment, Hank. Tennessee is a two-point favorite. Did that catch you off at all? I mean – It did because of the success that Cars had, that that team's had. I thought that was an odd line. Um, But what do you think? That's bait. That's what that is. is. Think it's bait? That's bait. So what would that make you want to do? Like if you were betting this game and you see the line comes out, Tennessee minus the two. Oakland. You're like, of course I'm taking Oakland. I'm going to get two with Oakland. I thought Oakland was going to win outright. I'll take the two. Yeah. Oakland. (laughs) And what I do? Oakland. Tennessee all the way. Thank God. (laughs) So just a couple of questions about this game. So as an Oakland fan, Marshawn Lynch got drafted – third round, fourth round, and many of the drafts we did this year. Marshawn Lynch, game one, 
over 80 rushing yards. Over under. What would you think? I'm going to say under. Yes. I, I don't think that he's going to be able to run for more than that because, you know, I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of points. You do? Yeah, I think that. That total is 51. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of points, and so I'll take the over on that on 51. But um, I don't think old man's got it in him this first game. Do you start Marshawn Lynch if you've got him? Flex. I'd, you start him flex? Yeah, if you were a flex, I would. Let if he's get, going to take a bulk of the rep, yeah. absolutely. Do you uh, – on the other side, Tennessee – go ahead. What are you going to say? He could be the guy that really like wins you a championship. Like, yeah. you know, like uh, Reggie Bush did when he went to Miami. You know, new team – kind of faded out, comes back, has a great year. Mm-hmm. If he has a great year, you know, somebody may really luck out with him. The, uh, on the other side, fantasy question. Now, Tennessee has got DeMarco Murray, who everybody drafted in about the second round, but they've got a backup running back who's everybody's number one handcuff, really, to DeMarco Murray. It's Derrick Henry. If Der- DeMarco Murray has just any sign of age or slowing down or whatever, Derrick Henry could be right in the mix. Over under Derrick Henry this year, eight touchdowns. I think that go under. On go that. under. Yeah, I think that Marco Murray's going to be the man this year. So got one more and they've got a pretty good receiving core too. They do. Their offense yeah. is kind of loaded. They have one of the best offensive lines in the game. Demarco Murray and Henry behind them. You got Mariota who can run, and they they got four wide receivers. No, not big names, but they can all play. Right. So yeah, I, I think Tennessee's going to have a pretty good year this year. I'm taking Tennessee. You're going Oakland. We're both going over the 51. Next up, 1 o'clock Sunday, Miami, which, Hank, we haven't talked about this, but I was – I didn't realize how big this hurricane, Hurricane Irma, have you heard about oh, yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying this – the size and the speed of it at this time is the biggest hurricane in recorded history that could reach the Caribbean, all right? Wow. Category 5 we're talking about. And just after this one we yeah, just yeah. had, I mean, golly. Give people a break. I mean, oh, man, think about rough. the devastation. I mean, you know, the Caribbean, what it can do. I mean, people in Texas, and I would like to give a shout-out to Brock Long, who yeah. did an incredible job. You know, Unbelievable. Hick- Hickory guy, Conover guy, um, incredible I job. saw him on Face the Nation. On, he was on Face the Nation on Sunday morning. Yeah, I mean, incredible, incredible job. And I'm sure he got about uh, 30 minutes of sleep every night. Yeah. So um, congratulations, Brock. Yeah. Way to put in <laughs> – all that work. Absolutely. So when everything was going on, sorry we're getting off the subject, but this is important. So when Harvey was coming through after the, I think this was last Friday or something, you know, two Fridays ago when Harvey was coming through, I sent him, actually I called him. I know he wouldn't be able to take my call, but I said, hey man, I'm thinking of you, you know, anything I can do to help down here while you're gone or just let me know, but we are, th- we're all thinking of you. And I didn't think I'd hear anything back. Well, within like two minutes, he texted, he said, man. Just pray for us. He said, this is going to be a long road. And this was the day one after Harvey hit. Right. And it has been a long road. And now with this new one creeping, you know, they're already talking about, this is how we got on the subject, Miami's playing at home against Tampa Bay. They're talking about canceling the game already. That's their, this is going to be bad. Right. I hope it's not. Right. Um, so anyway, both teams have a bye week 11, and they're thinking about moving the game to week 11 so they can play it. So, yeah, this is serious stuff That here. is some serious stuff. Yeah. If it does hit, the Caribbean is going to get – it's going to get leveled. And then they said it could reach all of Florida. That's how big this thing – all of Florida? Crazy. We'll keep our eyes on it. We'll pray for the people that are out there. And, uh, yeah, Brock, keep doing a great job <clears throat> representing Hickory and representing the United States of America. Um, Miami, two-point favorite. Over Tampa – whoa. That's another bait. 
bet right there. That is weird. How do you not take Tampa Bay right there? You got to. Yeah. You got to. I got two words. Jay Cutler. <laughs> I remember how big of a Jay Cutler fan you are now. Yeah. I mean, Miami is, I don't care. They're playing at home. They stink. I will give you, ask you this fantasy question, though, Hank. I'm going to go with you with the uh, Tampa Bay, too. Let's go plus the two. But Devontae Parker versus Jarvis Landry, both wide receivers from Miami. Devontae Parker and supposedly Cutler have had some really good rapport. Jarvis Landry, more of a PPR guy. Devontae Parker, deep threat. Who has the better fantasy year, Parker or Landry? I still like Landry. I still like, I, I still like him. But I think – it's because of Parker, because he's going to allow him to not be keyed on every point. single every single time. So I, I still think Landry's the guy. Yeah. And Tampa Bay, fantasy-wise here, we're looking at Mike Evans. Mike Evans, first-round wide receiver. They've got Deshaun Jackson on the other side. Deshaun Jackson, with people maybe watching Mike Evans pretty close, Deshaun Jackson, can he get 800 yards receiving and be a solid number two Wide receiver for these Buccaneers? I think he will. I think he'll get it this year. I like I, it. I, I, over I, the 800 over for you? Over the 800. Do you see him – right now I've drafted him, but I'm not starting him as a flex. I'm hoping as the year progresses I can put him in the flex role. Do you see him making that kind of headway and moving yeah. that yeah, way? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's going to have – like I think this was good for his career because, you know, I mean, he stayed with teams for a long time, and I think he's – I don't think he's got many years left. Right. But I think he's got a good year left in him. Yeah. The last episode of Hard Knocks is tonight on HBO, so check it out. Um, they're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But <clears throat> we're going to go Tampa Bay plus the two. Totals 40. Golly. Look at – ooh, I know why they've done this. Vegas had the total at 48. I was just printing out the odds today. They dropped it to 41. It's got to be because of the weather. Because of the weather. Seven-point drop. Yeah, it's got to be because of the weather. Holy – I've never seen anything like that. Well, anyway – We'll see if they play it. Yeah, we'll see can if they play I, it. Can I add something? Please. Hard Knocks. You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't have HBO, so I don't watch Hard Knocks. I need to go ahead and Netflix it or do whatever. Yeah. But um, so I follow, you know, a lot of people on Instagram. And Austin Johnson saw, yes. is obviously a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And his brother Tyler, who is older than he is, he mm-hmm. played at Wingate and uh, lives in Charlotte, I believe, um, I follow him. I know him. Grew up here, and um, he had a video of Austin from Hard Knocks dancing. Yeah. So it was Jameis and Austin. Come on, right beside each other, and they were just kind of like vibing to the music in the background. And uh, of course, Tyler was clowning them. He was like, <laughs> "You got one dance move, and that's it. That is it." Love but it. it was, it's cool to see that guy out there sure. in the middle of it doing it. That's it's great. Cool. Good but stuff. Tampa Bay. That's why. Tampa I Bay. Do you know if he made the cut? I don't know that. I don't know. I mean. That's I'll let me look at this. If I'm not mistaken, because I looked at the cut, all the cuts for the teams yesterday, just I don't think he did it. But they oh. might have put him on the practice squad. But I don't know if he did. Anyway, Hank will verify that for us. I and really, you know the difference, and this is it goes to show. You know he comes back to Hickory to work out in the summer, and you know he's blessed with God given size and speed. And you know I mean they they all are. I mean they're just yeah. freaks. But I worked out of the same gym he did his first few years it wasn't his first year but maybe his second or third year that guy is an absolute <laughs> machine is that right yeah i mean you you got to root for for how hard he works mm-hmm. in the gym i mean you're like if this this cat can't make it with the work he's putting in how does anybody else and it just right. goes to show you know as a fullback what only 12 teams carry fullbacks 
I mean, just tells you he's – I mean, what are the chances for him? And he's still holding on. Good for you. Mm, yeah, hang in there, Austin. It, That's beer. great. Good job. Good job. Um, next up, we've got a AFC Central rivalry match here, Baltimore at the Cincinnati Bengals. Baltimore kind of has hit hard times as of late. Their offense has been struggling, but Joe Flacco will make the start week one against Cincinnati Bengals, who seem to be at all guns blazing. They've got everybody healthy this year with Joe Mixon in the backfield. We've talked about him a million times on this podcast. Joe Mixon will be the starter there. Well, I take it back. Jeremy Hill might get the start, but Joe Mixon will get a lot of carries today or Sunday. Cincinnati, a minus one-point favorite. The total is 44, Hank. I think Cincinnati ends up winning this game. I think they, you know, Andy Dalton's a good quarterback, and he's going to have a good day, I feel like. Baltimore's defense, I feel like a lot of people think of their defense as the past, and I don't feel like it's as good as it once was. Agree. So I like Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati in this spot, too. Uh, I really love this offense. The total here is at 44. I like Cincinnati to score at least 28 to 35. So I'm going to lean over, and I'm going to go to Cincinnati. And, Hank, I'm going to ask you a quick over-under about Baltimore. Their new number one there in Baltimore is Jeremy Macklin. He plays for the Baltimore Ravens, came over from the Kansas City Chiefs. He is really, really good as PPR in fantasy. Real good PPR guy. And Joe Flacco is going to need somebody to lean on this year. Will Jerry Mac, Jeremy Macklin surpass 90 receptions this year for the Baltimore Ravens? Over under, 90 balls. 90 balls. Man, that makes it tough. I think he does. I think he does. I think that they don't have as many weapons as they think, and he's going to be forced to. Yeah. So I'm going with, yes, I do believe he I'm is. I'm going on the over that one as well, sir. Next up, we're going to travel to Cleveland, Ohio. The Cleveland Browns play host to my Pittsburgh Steelers. One o'clock kick. Right now, Cleveland is a nine-and-a-half-point dog, total 47. It has been announced Deshaun Kaiser, the rookie quarterback from Notre Dame, will make his first NFL start against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That'd be a tough one to start against. Let's say this. Let's let's ask a fantasy defensive quarterback question let's say if you have the Steelers do do the Steelers defense record over under three sacks against Deshaun Kaiser in his professional debut that's a great question but I think it's it's going to be over he's going to hold that ball too long yeah so you know unfortunately for him he's sitting in a situation where he can't succeed in in Cleveland you know it's just like you know David Carr when he came to Houston it's hard to throw uh, touchdowns from your back did you see the thirty or the sixty E sixty on David Carr and Derek Carr this weekend? No, you got to see it. Just a, a quick snid a snid bit, a quick tidbit of how a snippet, if you will, of how it goes. Mm-hmm. So when Derek David Carr was drafted number one, Derek Carr is nine years younger, right? So Derek Carr, that's the younger brother at Oakland right now. He, when Paul Tagliabue announced David Carr as number one, Derek walked up there and was holding the jersey, and he said. I'll be up here one day. He said it just like that. Like a boss. Like, I'll see you up here soon. Whatever it right. was. But he, like, yes. And he believed it. And so he looked up to his brother so much. Like, everywhere his brother went, there goes Derek. Follow him. So it, like, it had been like Derek had already seen the ins and outs of an NFL franchise right. for his whole life. Right. So when he got to Oakland, it was like, hey, I, I got this. Another I've day seen on this. job. The thing he did say, and we know about this, just as you mentioned perfectly, David Carr got his ass destroyed. Gosh. He got hit. They were telling – it was it was a record of how many times he got hit. And so 
he'll admit it messed his damn psyche, his confidence, because he's always on the ground. Right. And so Derek Carr, every game and every touchdown he throws, he says, I did that one for you, David. He, and he'll call him every touchdown is for his brother. Dude, you got to see this 15, 20 minutes of just real good brotherly love. Yeah, so you would like it. I'd, I've got to see that because, I mean, I felt bad for David Carr when he came out. Because, you know, I mean, what a great quarterback that got put into a shit sandwich. That's right. I mean, no, he really did. And he never really recovered. No. I mean, he never recovered. No. So, did anyway. he end his career in Houston? No, he went to the Giants. And he actually, oh, that's right. I want to say he even backed up the Panthers for one year. I want to say that I might be. Barking up the wrong tree, but I know he was at the Giants, and I thought he was a. I do remember him at the Giants. Yeah, that's right. So uh, anyway, I'm going to take Pittsburgh, even yeah. though that's a lot of points. Minus the nine, Hank's going to be with me. Total 47. I might lean under because I don't know if Cleveland's going to score that much. So I'm going to go under the total 47. A couple more, Hank. We've got a four o'clock. This is the four o'clock schedule. Indianapolis at the L.A. Rams. Rams right now a three and a half point dog at. No, they got to be favorites. That's right. They are a favorite against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, of all the games, you know, luck is not playing. Right. Scott Tolzien is the starting quarterback, right? Scott Tolzien. Rams defense, off a little bit because Aaron Donald, their star everything defensive lineman, he's holding out. He won't be there. The total is 41 and a half, Hank. It opened at 48. So, yeah. with, you know, I mean, this dropped a whole touchdown, seven points, because of Luck saying he's not playing. Can anybody score in this game, Hank? It's going to have to be Gurley. It's going to have to be Gurley. I like that. And Indianapolis D stinks. Yeah, it's going to have to be Gurley. So, I, I don't think that – I mean, hell, I'll take the under, too. Yeah. I mean, how's Indianapolis going to move the ball? They do have T.Y. Over or under T.Y. Hilton reception, six in this game. Who's throwing? Scott Tolzien. I mean, can you bet on – that guy? I don't even know who the hell he is, Brad. That's like a variation of an orange. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't think I like that guy. Um, so I'm going – I'll say no. Yeah, I'll say under the toe too. So if I was a T.Y. Hilton owner, I'm telling you, I am hesitant to start him this week. I really you am. you got to get luck back. you got to have luck back. Yeah. Who drafted luck in our league? Oh. Somebody early, maybe? Oh, no, no. Well, I think he was – I want to please say C.J. Hines. That's what I was going to say, too. Maybe mid-round. Maybe six. Maybe round six. While you're looking that up, we'll go to the next one. Seattle at Green Bay. This might be the play. C.J. Hines. Yes. Yes. Good luck with that. Who, what other quarterback does he have? What other quarterback does he have? Andy there? Dalton. Okay. Well, actually, I like Andy Dalton this year. So, shit. Um, Seattle at Green Bay, which is actually probably the best game of the day. They're playing at Green Bay now. We've heard all the stories. Green Bay's offense, it's back. Jordy Nelson's healthy. They got Devontae Adams on the outside. Ty Montgomery coming out of the backfield. You got all world, everything. Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback going up against, I, in my personal opinion, the best defense in the world in the Seattle Seahawks. Big game, 4 o'clock. You've already got through the 1 o'clock games. Your fantasy team getting destroyed right now. You've lost 12 bets in a row. You're, at, got, you're half drunk, nine deep, 4 o'clock. The Vegas puts the number. Green Bay minus three. The total's 50 and a half, Hank. To get back on the good side of things, what do you do? You take the under and Green Bay. Okay. You take okay. the under and Green Bay, okay? Um, I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers will – 
like he does boring stuff like Alabama football. He'll control possession and he will score points. And I still think Seattle has a lot of weapons that they don't know. Like Jimmy Graham, they haven't figured him out, like really made him the dangerous weapon that he is. So I still think that they got some stuff to figure out, but I'm taking Green Bay in the under. I like the under. I'm not sure, quite sure about the Green Bay pick at home. They're tough to beat. But my question fantasy-wise is you've got Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls, and C.J. Procise in the backfield for Seattle. None of Can them. Can you start any of them? I wouldn't start any of them. I wouldn't either. It's yeah. too risky because you don't know who's going to get the ball. All right. I think I'm going Green Bay with you now, too, buddy. Hey. Kiss of death. Hey. Kiss of death. Hey. hey. Next hey. up, 425, your Carolina Panthers. Whatever <laughs> that is. I, I didn't get into it quite like you did. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> On the road at San Francisco. And so, right now, Panthers a four-point favorite, total 49. Now, I've heard a lot of contrarian bet stuff about this game, like, Everybody's going to be on Carolina, but San Fran is going to figure out a way to pull it out. San Fran's oh, actually gosh. better than people think. Cam has not really shown that he's ready to play yet in preseason. Hank, as a big Panther fan, give me some insight to this. What do we do about this situation in San Francisco? I think Carolina comes in and curb stomps. Wow. Them. Okay. Is that right? Yes. I don't – I listen – Cam is the kind of guy that is going to lackadaisically get through preseason. He and he does not care. He knows his position is solid and he's just going to go out there and go through the motions. When it comes time to lace up those cleats and you got game last year was an embarrassment for him. Oh yes. It was an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And he's too good an athlete to let that happen again and I can tell you one thing, he's not going to let the 49ers start <laughs> out his season poorly. Yes. So I don't know if they can score. Are you high on Panthers' defense this year? Do you like this? Like uh, this st- well, I, you're going to still get a lot of points out of them. I I, so. I'm less happy about San Francisco's <laughs> offense than I am the defense. So I don't know if San Francisco is as good as everybody's making them out to be. Right. But I still would take Carolina. I would probably take the under because I don't think that they're going to be able to score. Uh, I love the under. 48. 48- Nine forty-eight, whatever it is, under the total looks like the play for sure. And I'm going to go against you. This will be my underdog play of the week. <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> lock, y'all. San Francisco plus the four. Take it to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about your college picks. Yes. All right, eight o'clock. No, eight thirty. Sunday night game. This is a great game too. We've got the New York Giants at. The Dallas Cowboys, Hank, as we mentioned earlier, no news yet on the Ezekiel Elliott. Let us know what's going on Come with on. him. So far, you know, they said we might hear something today. If it keeps getting pushed back, he will definitely play week one if they don't make a decision on the appeal, Hank. So we have a couple days to figure out what's going on with that. Um, so if they don't appeal, if the appeal doesn't go through and they push it, then he'll play. But there's, we don't know. Right. Yeah, we we have no idea. I'm still thinking it'll be six games. That's what I'm really hoping for. I'm hoping for that too. Yeah. Um, because I don't own him in any league, so that would be <laughs> wonderful. Um, the Giants. Y'all have heard about Odell Beckham sprained ankle. He's going to try to go. I don't know if he'll be a hundred percent, but typically in the past, Odell Beckham has lit up the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when he made that one-handed catch, the corner of the end zone. Oh, it was a Sunday night not, game. How could you not oh, remember that? God, that was crazy. Uh, Vegas right now has the Dallas Cowboys. This is interesting. It opened at six. It's down to three and a half right now. I guess maybe the waiting on the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Total 47 and a half, Hank. 
Dallas is still going to come out and do their thing. I like Dallas. I like the over because I think that they're the Giants are kind of steady Eddie. So I like the Cowboys in the over. Dak Prescott over under two touchdowns rushing or throwing. Dak Prescott in this game over, over two. You like over two? I like over two. Eli Manning over under interceptions thrown one and a half. You know he is interception prone. He is. He's a great quarterback. But uh, I would still say under. I say he's going to stay more conservative right now. Yeah. In the running game for the Giants, they have a guy named Paul Perkins starting right now, Hank. <clears throat> Drafted around three or four, fourth round ADP, been like 52 in most fantasy football drafts. Paul Perkins, over under, 60 rushing yards. Uh, I, I'll take the over. If you would have said 80, then no. But over 60, I'll take him. But, you know, in years past – they have not had great running backs. They don't in run New the York. ball. They, they don't. stink. I don't Sixty, know. I'll take the over. Okay, I'm going under. But um, this will be a good game. Sunday night, eight thirty. Hungover as hell after watching the first few games. I'll stay up and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. I'll be up there for the duration. All right, and Monday night brings us to a close, Hank. This is pretty interesting. We've got two games Monday night. That, that's why opening weekend is pretty awesome because they give you two on Monday. New Orleans at We're Minnesota. so late, though. I know. Uh. It is so late. But, you know, come on. It's opening week. New Orleans at Minnesota is the first game. It's a 7-10 kick. Everybody take note of that 7-10. So, you know, get your stuff ready. Get stuff done so you can come and watch the ball game. 7-10, Minnesota, three-and-a-half-point favor at home against these Saints. Total. 48 and a half. I think New Orleans comes out and is on fire. Yeah. Even against their defense. I mean, yeah. Minnesota's got good defense, but I still think that they have so many weapons. Breeze is, incre- you know, he's a great quarterback. I, I will take New Orleans all day, um, but I'll take the under again because I yeah. don't think Minnesota can score. See, what's odd, it's not odd, it's just interesting. Normally when you see a New Orleans line, an over-under total posted or whatever, it's always over 50. There, there's already 50, 52, 54. This one is under 50. But I like the under a lot in this too. I really do. I like under. I don't like that we're agreeing so much. It's very odd. 48 and a half, I'll take the under. I'm going to lean to a home favorite of Minnesota. See, we're going against each other. But it's three and a half because I think mm. New Orleans will lose by three. So, anyway, that's right at the number for me. We'll see how it goes. I'll tell you on Tuesday how I did. <laughs> they know. <laughs> wink, wink. L.A. Chargers, okay, 10-20 kickoff, Hank. Oh, Monday night, 10-20. First of all, do you stay up for this L.A. Chargers versus Denver game? Do you make it through this? No. <laughs> no questions asked. You're just going on to bed. Denver, a four-point favorite, total 44-and-a-half at home. I like the Chargers here. Woo-hoo! I like the Chargers here. I Tell think, me why. Oh, well, I, I just think that Gordon is going to have – and I think Phillip Rivers is tired – Tired of sucking. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. And I think he's, he's had some bad damn teams. He has. And I think he is g- going to come back with a spirited attitude. And uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to lean with you, Hank. I'm going to lean with the Chargers here. And I'm going to lean a little bit on the under the 44 2. I think it's kind of a lower scoring game. Uh, Fantasy wise, over under Demarius Thomas, mine 80 yards over under Demarius. Over. Emmanuel Sanders, six and a half receptions over under. Under. Melvin Gordon, one and a half touchdowns over under. Under. Yes, under for me too. Good job, Hank. All right, boy. Good job. Made it through the first week of NFL. 
Now let's just get out of here if we have to. No, talk. Lord, no. Let's talk about the uh, college football, and um, mm. if we if we must, mm. let's talk about um, your picks. Oh, because ah. if if you don't mind, let's let's just pick just a few games. Okay, let's oh. just pick a few games. Yes, Hank. I believe one of the first games we talked about was NC State versus Georgia. Mm. Mm. South I, Carolina. I mean, I, I'm sorry, South Carolina. Mm. I believe one of those was lock of the week or lock of the year or something. <laughs> or lock of the century. The good thing is, is I don't listen to you. And so <laughs> I took South Carolina. You wouldn't do that to me. And I you got did. paid. You okay. Mother. And I got paid. So, okay. One loss. You're a homer. We get it. We get it. Yeah. You're a homer. Right. Okay. Right. So on to our next bet. Appalachian State. Mm. Lock of the decade. <laughs> and they, oh, they got, got destroyed. Beat. It was over. You, I knew that one was done like the first eight minutes. Like They oh. got drug. Gosh. They got drug. They just ran into a better team. All right? So I get it. I get it. That one was not good either for you. Yes. Uh, Ohio State, you did win that one. Hey! Yay! He won that one. Woo. I think we even talked about Michigan, and we won that one. Yay! All right. Okay. We and, did. I remember that one. I and then that. we talked about Florida State. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have won that one if he wouldn't have gone out. Yes. The quarterback. The quarterback. Yes. Uh, Francois. Francois. Wee Francois. Oui, oui. Francois. Yes. So, um, but you did not have a great week. Okay. Can we talk about one game? Sure we can. Okay. I think there's not a lot of great games on this weekend. Well, let's talk about your week. How did you do? Oh, I dominated because I went opposite of everything you did. <laughs> I took Georgia. I took right. South Carolina. I took Ohio State. I did take Florida State, which isn't good. But that was my only loss. Okay. Good. Good for you, man. Hey. Job. It was good. It was good. Um, let's talk about one game. Okay. Okay. I, I think a lot of these are gross, like NC State, Marshall, Delaware, and Virginia Tech. Miami, Arkansas State. Wolfpack got to get that win against Marshall. They better get some. Got to get that win. The one game that I think is kind of the diamond in the rough out of this sure. is Auburn, Clemson. It's huge, and huge it's going to be seven p.m. on Saturday. Huge and game. if you watch these two teams play, did you watch these two teams? I watched Clemson play. I did not see Auburn. Okay, play. I, Carson is a huge Auburn, Auburn okay. fan, yep. and so we watch Auburn play. So Clemson looked pretty incredible. They were awesome. Pretty incredible. They were good. Okay. And uh, I think that that's um, why they're favored by four and a half points. Okay. Um, Auburn played really well. Who did Auburn play? Someone worth a darn? Yes, they did, if you don't mind. They played, if I can remember. They well, while you're doing that, I'll, let's talk a little bit about college football. So I thought that the only two teams that looked fantastic at the top ten, I thought Penn State looked great. They looked fantastic. And then Clemson looked good. The rest of the teams were just kind of disappointing. USC didn't really impress me. Uh, Wisconsin did not impress me at all. Uh, Alabama, Florida State, that was just a, a dog fight. So the offenses there really didn't show much. But Clemson and Penn State, to me, look like the, the strongest teams out of the bunch there in the top ten so far. And if while you're looking up the Auburn, who they played last week, this game is going to be great. And I really feel – I think Clemson gets the win because it's at home, but I think Auburn gives them every single thing that they want. So I'm going to take Auburn to cover that number, Hank. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. They won 41-7. to Okay. 
I'm going to take Auburn to cover that number, but I think Clemson will still get the win. How do you feel about that game in Death Valley? I couldn't agree with you more. That The quarterback situation in Auburn, I was talking to a bunch of Auburn guys, and they, they're still not sold on their guy there, Stidham or Stidham. Or, mm-hmm. They still aren't real sold on him. I think that the 41-point, the you know, offense certainly, you know, made some fans of them, but it was against yeah. Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. They're right. not going to do that against Clemson. Right. So that's the true test. We'll see. Yeah. And just, I'm going to hit you. There's a, four really big games that stand out. We don't have to pick them all, but Oklahoma, number five in the country, plays Ohio State, number two in the country. Ohio State's a seven and a half point favorite at home. Look, Oklahoma's looking for revenge. They got drug last year in this game. So Oklahoma looking for revenge against Ohio State. Also, Georgia travels to Notre Dame. Georgia without their quarterback this week. He got hurt. Eason, he's out this game. Notre Dame playing at home. Notre Dame, everybody's talking about this. They're having a resurgent year here. They need to come on. Well, they need to beat Georgia if they want to do it. And last but not least, I think this game will be fabulous. USC Trojans playing host of the Stanford Cardinal, 8.30 Saturday night. Let's do pick this one. USC minus six and a half. They came out really flat against Western Michigan. They ended up pulling it out in the end, but Stanford looked great. Stanford won by 50-some points, I think. USC at home. And before you – I really feel – Stanford might lose this game, Hank. I don't know what's going to happen. But at the end of the year, I think Stanford will be in the hunt in the playoff race. But tell me what happens this weekend. USC minus six and a half. I like Stanford. Again, okay. I mean, good. I do too. I think they're playing well. I think they're like a disciplined team. I watch them yes. play, yes. and they're going to go out there and chop wood. Yeah, I, I like Stanford a lot too. So, I actually, we agree on those two games. So, what do you know? We'll see if I can improve my betting statistics here week two. God, I hope so. You got a good shot when you put like fifty games out there. <laughs> That's true. Very, very true. One thing I wanted to talk about before we leave: Did you see the story about the blind? Long snapper yeah. for USC. Yeah, what a I, story. Incredible. So I heard an interview with him before we came in the studio today. And so the coach and the other coach, Western Michigan's coach, the USC coach, they talked on the phone. like, if this game, there's an opportunity we'd love to get. I think his name's something Easton or, Easton or something on the field. And the other coach was like, yeah, we can do it. Well, I don't know if you remember the game, but it was Western Michigan was actually up 14 early. And so USC comes back and they build a little lead. And – he, he had already prepared – the coach had already prepared this this player. There might be a chance you get in the game. Just be ready mentally. If you get the call, be right. ready. And so, you know, he's he's waiting around first half. Well, there's he was like, there's no way they're letting me in. The game is too tight. And then in the fourth quarter, late third, a USC defensive back intercepts once and takes, and takes it to the house. And then the place kicker the, the, ran up to his boy and said, we're in. They called a timeout because the dude was cold. He wasn't. He didn't think he was going to yeah, get in. Yeah, yeah. He was cold, and they called the coach. Called a timeout. Gave him two practice snaps on the sidelines, and they brought Shoved him in. Shoved him in. Holy cow! And he succeeded. The whole team got around him, and isn't that just a fantastic that's story? The great thing about sports. I love. I, you know, that's what I love about sports is the the story within the story. Absolutely. And uh, that I mean, it's awesome that they allow him to be on. You know, to be in that position. It allow. It is awesome that both. Coaches realize this is bigger than the game. Not exactly. not to put the game in jeopardy, exactly. but that they want to see it happen. Right. So what a great yeah. story. It makes you feel good. There's no doubt about it. This weekend, Hank, do you have 
Are you coaching flag football? I am not coaching flag football. I, it's the one sport that I get to sit and watch. But I'll make the mistake. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make the mistake of telling the guy on Thursday night, hey, if you yeah, need any help, yeah, I'll help yeah, you. And then I'm a dang coach, you know, <laughs> with him. So um, yeah. we, have, uh, we don't have games yet. We've got a couple of weeks of practice. Um, I have to uh, possibly work on, you know, our office is open on Saturday and we right. take turns working it. Um, so I have to possibly work. But then uh, LR plays. Yeah. I'm thinking about heading over to LR game. There's also the Auto Lawn. Auto Lawn is weekend. a huge event. What time is the LR game? I don't know what time that game is. Let me see. Because I'll tell you a wonderful day. If you, if you had to plan a wonderful day. I, I love a wonderful day. Come out to the Auto Lawn first. You know, the Auto Lawn kicks off about 11 or 12. I get out there at 10 to set up the stage and the mic and all that stuff. Hang out. Check out the beautiful cars, the beautiful people. Have a beer or two. Eat some great food from 12 to 2. Let's say LR kicks at 3.30. Go out there, tailgate from 2 to 3.30. Go watch the ball game. When is the game? The game is – they play at 7 p.m. Okay. Well, stay out to the auto lawn till 4 then. Yeah. They've got a band and DJ at the auto lawn from 4 until 6, you know, whatever. Can't touch this. <laughs> and then roll up to LR because it's right down the street. Right down the street. Tailgate a little bit. Go watch some LR football. Seven. Come back home after that. USC Stanford kicking off at eight thirty. I All mean, sounds deadly. That's a pretty fun day. It Hank. does. A pretty it does. fun it does. day. Sounds like it sounds like a great day. Yeah, man. So uh, how about you? Just on. Uh, yes, I've got auto lawn Saturday. Football watching. I, I might come up to the LR thing too. That sounds like a really good plan after the auto lawn. Um, oh, who won Hickory Newton last night? Hickory lost, I believe. Um, that was the report from my niece, uh, which you got to – it's probably 60-40 correct. Um, <laughs> yes. But she said that uh, they did not pull it off. Okay. Well, they're getting better. They've, sure. They're competitive, which is a, a move in the right direction. So, anyway, Hank, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Fantasy Fanatics, enjoy opening weekend of NFL We're football. Here. It is upon us. Uh, good luck to all your fantasy teams. And please check back in with us next week. Download us or uh, hit our website at www.themesh.tv. See a bunch of pictures of me and Hank in action over here. And I have heard a request, Hank, from at least three to four people. They want us to stream this Facebook Live. Do you think we could do it? I know we have somebody that would video it for or tape it for us or stream it or whatever. Would you want to take this on so they can see all these faces and these dance moves we do in the studio? I feel like it's only right. I think it's only fair to our listening audience. If that's what they want. Yeah. If the three demand it, the three will get it. (laughs) Yes. Thanks, Mom, Dad, and Auntie. (laughs) Thanks for your request. But anyway, we might bring that to you live the next couple weeks so you can see what we do here at the Fantasy Formula. We always have fun. There's no doubt about it. So, Hank, until next week, enjoy your weekend. You too, bud. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.